What's going on, everybody? Um, I just wanted to get on here and make uh, one of my first videos. I apologize for the lighting. Um, but my name's Justin Burns, and I'm the owner of Grid Over Gift Athletics, um, which is not, uh, which isn't, uh, wouldn't consider it to be a conventional training center or a conventional, um, what you would normally see uh, in the fitness industry these days. Um, in my apartment here, I have a little setup that I use for my personal use and sort of that as you can see in the background. Um, but I've been lifting and involved in uh, strength conditioning and, uh, and other sports since I was 13 years old. I'm now 20, almost 29. Um, I was a competitive power lifter from the age of 16 till about the age of 23. I haven't competed, or maybe late, let me, age of 25, 25 or 26. Um, I haven't competed in a while. Uh, and my main sport was football. Uh, growing up from age 13, I got involved in, I got involved in power, powerlifting simply from training for football. Um, I'll get into more of that stuff a little later, but I kind of wanted to get into something that kind of bothered me a little bit um, as of late uh, in the powerlifting uh, community. So I, I, w I was involved in the powerlifting community for a long time, and I'm not I'm not um, innocent of believing that the conventional lifts are the best way to go. So what I mean by that is um, what a powerlifter would be would consider a pow uh, a convention conventional lifting would be your would be bench press, squat, and deadlift, uh, and uh, it's uh, a lot of people in the industry, in the industry or the community of powerlifting believe that uh, comparing strength has to be something that's done in those three lifts, and I frankly think that's bullshit. I don't know where I I know that 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 they believe that those three lifts are what are considered to be standards when it comes to, or the standard when it comes to testing strength but in the grand scheme of things compare comparatively speaking going back in history uh the squat bench and deadlift weren't the the three lifts that everyone was doing in order to test who's the strongest of the strong or whatever the case may be um old time strongman used to press weight overhead they used to do what they call a back lift where they're on all fours and they lift a bunch of people that are on a platform up. Um, that's not the, the, the lift themselves is not really important. What's important is the, uh, is, is, is that those three main conventional lifts are not, or were not always the standard for strength. Now, if you want to believe that, uh, since science has, um, evolved so much over the last decades or centuries or whatever the case may be that, that those are the lifts that prove strength, um, then where's the overhead press? A lot of people would, would argue that the overhead press is a better uh, judge of upper body strength than the bench press, simply because of the way the movement is done, the various ways it can be done. Um, and, it, and in fact, it used to be, uh, it used to be a lift that was, that was used to uh, that was used to test strength, but it, it for whatever reason, um, monitoring leg drive or uh, or whatever the case may be, it stopped 
being a lift that was used to measure strength or in competition. So this isn't something that's been, that hasn't been talked about. I know a lot of other people on YouTube talk about, um, it's a very small community of people talking about um, using unconventional lifts to become better in whatever you're doing. Now, I'm not saying that conventional lifts are bad or that unconventional lifts are not effective. And I don't think anyone is saying that, but I believe that lifting in general doesn't always have to be so, so um, rigid. Um, I, I've gone through a bunch of different phases, personally speaking, when it comes to lifting. Uh, once I stopped powerlifting, I moved into kettlebell training, lifting kettlebells. They have kettlebells that go from five pounds all the way up to 200 pounds. And you swing a 200-pound kettlebell, uh, it's difficult. It's, it's tack. It, and when I mean swing, I mean correctly swinging kettlebell, not just, you know, going at it or whatever the case may be, but, but you need to be strong to swing a 200 pound kettlebell. I, I, I dare any power lifter who to come and, and lift or swing a 200 pound kettlebell and not say that it's not impressive. Um, Calling certain movements fake or um, using them to hide certain strength barriers is weird because if you take a powerlifter and you make them trap bar deadlift, they may not be able to trap bar deadlift as much as they can conventional just because they haven't done it. So that brings up another point that kind of goes in line with all this talk. Specificity of training is, is, is a thing. It's an actual, it's legitimately important for whatever you're doing in sport. So if you want to be a boxer, you're going to train like a boxer. If you want to be a powerlifter, guess what? You're going to train like a powerlifter. You're going to be a strongman, you're going to do strongman movements. Whatever you're doing, your specific, the, specific, the specificity of training needs to align with what you're trying to do in sport. So... Powerlifting, you need to do the big, the big three, the quote-unquote big three: your squats, your benches, and your deadlifts, with a straight bar specifically. Um, you need to get good at those movements in order to be to be efficient in your sport. So, when someone is doing unconventional movements such as trap bar deadlifts or rack pulls or Jefferson deadlifts or hack deadlifts or um, swinging a mace or using kettlebells or uh, using an SSB bar, a safety squat bar or box squatting or using bands or using chains or whatever the case may be. Um, to call them fake movements is, I don't, I don't think that that is the correct way to approach what you're trying to say. Um, we can go deeper into muscle activation and why trap bar deadlifts have just as much muscle activation as other conventional forms of deadlifting. So to say that your conventional lifting is, is the standard or should be the standard of lifting, I believe is false. And to condemn other people for not doing your, your, what you consider to be conventional lifting is also wrong because let's say for example, 
they decide to have a competition or someone decides to put together a competition where um, safety squat bar box squats is a competition movement. I'm not saying that it would, but let's just say that it did, it does. And the, the big, the big three for that sport are SSB bar, um, SSB bar box squats, um, overhead pressing with a log or any other overhead press movement. Uh, and then you have the trap bar deadlift. That's another movement that is in the, the competition. So those are your three movements that you're doing in your training or in the sport. Now it becomes a sport. Does that all of a, all of a sudden make it conventional? Again, I guess that would be dependent on popularity of the sport of the new sport that just popped up. Um, I think I think that we need to all kind of separate 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 ourselves from the dogma and the elitism of, of these three movements that happen to be, that happen to be considered as conventional because at the end of the day, if you're doing other movements, is that going to, is that, is that hurting anybody? I don't think so. As long as you're performing the movements safely, as long as you're performing the movements intelligently, as long as they're programmed correctly and you can do them with, out risk of injury, then who's anybody to say that you're doing them wrong? A heavy lift is a heavy lift. Um, old time strongmen would would think that you just doing bench pressing and deadlifting and and squatting with a straight bar um, all the time. They would think that you're closed minded. Strongmen of the day would believe the same thing. I'm not. I'm going to bring up. I probably get chewed out for saying this, but. If you take the mentality of CrossFitters who are all aspects of different things because they want to be ready for anything that can be thrown at them in competition, um, you can you can agree or disagree with uh, the validity of the sport, but at the end of the day, they're ready for anything, and they do unconventional movements or conventional movements the same. So the same thing goes for um, powerlifters going into to weightlifting. For weightlifters, conventional movements are are clean and jerks and snatches. Again, it's a different sport. Their their focus is on moving the most amount of weight uh, in those particular movements. But you take a powerlifter and put them in that sport, they're not going to be able to do those conventional movements that are conventional for the sport. Again, specificity of training. If you want to be a weightlifter, Olympic weightlifter, you're going to do Olympic weightlifting movements or variations and accessory movements that help improve those two moves or those two lifts. So to sit there and say that your conventional movements are more valid than something else is ridiculous. It's elitist and it's it's dogmatic i believe that you shouldn't be put people put lifters in a box or athletes in a box where they have to do those three movements to to prove that they're strong why don't you open your mind as a person who believes that the conventional lifts are the only way to do things and go try other movements and try them and see how they affect you you may find that doing safety squat bars saves your shoulders in order for you to be able to, and then you, it puts a different emphasis on your posterior chain or box squats help break up the eccentric and concentric movement. And all of a sudden now you're talking about uh, improving your back squat in some form or fashion, using different variations in order to improve your conventional movements to help your sport. 
I don't think that it's wrong to reach out and try different things. So that would be, that brings up another thing when we're talking about recreational lifters compared to competitive power lifters or competitive strongmen or competitive Olympic weightlifters. And I'll even say competitive CrossFit athletes. I, I consider all, all of those things to be strength sports because there is a strength element involved in every single one of them. Specifically CrossFit and strongman, the events change all the time. You, 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 for strongmen, they know what they're getting into before they go into a competition. The events, generally speaking, are listed and they can train specifically to get better uh, at those movements or those events going into the competition. CrossFit, they, they sometimes know what's going on, but other times, most of the times, they have no idea what's going on. They just have to be prepared to, to do what is asked of them on the day. And then, of course, powerlifting, they know what they have to do. Same with Olympic lifters. They know what they have to do. They have the three movements when it comes to powerlifting and the two movements when it comes to Olympic lifting. Now, if you're able to find ways to improve those three movements that are involved in your sport you're specifically training in order to improve your back squat improve your bench improve your deadlift but you're doing unconventional movements to improve them you're going to track where you're standing with those unconventional movements because if you improve your un that unconventional movement if your safety squat bar back squat uh, on a box at 18 inches with bands has shown to directly increase your regular back squat are you not going to want to know if your safety squat bar on a box to 18 inches with bands has gone up because if that goes up then you've shown a correlation that your back squat improves sure you're going to but if someone says to you how much can you safety squat bar uh safety squat safety squat bar onto a box how much can you squat you'll have that available, generally speaking, information. Now, the whole, now let's get rid of this whole competition thing too. So as a coach myself um, and a, a, an athlete, I can still consider myself an athlete. Uh, in competition, yes, you're, 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 talking about, you're talking about competing against other people. But in strength athletics specifically, if you can compete against yourself and beat yourself every time, you can't really ask for much more than that. Like, okay, of course you want to be, you want to, you want to have a podium position. I understand that completely. I do. But if you've, if you've beaten your own personal bests or you've increased your, uh, in some form or fashion, can you really ask for much more than that? I don't think you can. Um, you should, you should be, uh, you should be competing against yourself every time you train, every time you go in the gym, every time you go on the platform, or every time you're at a competition. If you can beat your previous best, if, you can, if you're not regressing but you're always progressing, at the end of the day, if that's not a first-place finish, if that's not a third-place finish, if that's not a second place, but it happens to be sixth place, and you, you've shown some form of improvement, then that's great. You've shown that you are, whatever you're doing in the gym is working in some form or fashion. You need to be happy with your ability to lift. If you are not a conventional power, or if you're not a competitive power lifter, but you enjoy training in the gym, doing the lifts you're doing, then 
don't let what other people say about what you're doing, calling it fake or false or um, weak or trying to hide a certain weakness you may have. If you have a weakness in the bench press, like I do, I'm not going to be lying, my bench press is my weakest lift. Then who cares? Work on it and get better at it for yourself. Get yourself improve yourself don't worry about what other people are trying to tell you because guess what every single person out there whether they're the strongest person on the planet or whether the weakest person on the planet they have a weakness maybe they're not willing to show it to the world because it hurts their brand or whatever or they want to believe that they want to believe that uh, they should only be showing the strongest parts of themselves again that's themselves that's them just worry about what you can do uh, I apologize for this being so long-winded and ranty, but it's I just see a whole bunch of people saying that if you it doesn't count if you're not doing a back squat below parallel uh, or you're not doing a, a deadlift from conventional or sumo off the floor or you're not benching with a straight bar and with a pause. So I've been a competitive powerlifter, so I know how to to what all those three movements are. And I understand that if you're a power lifter, it's great to compare your strength in those three movements because that's your sport. But don't put other people down who are doing other movements, calling that fake movements or bullshit lifts or, or uh, whatever the case may be. Who are you to determine whether what they're doing is good or bad? If it's, if it's, if it's helping them become better people, then who cares? You know, focus on yourself, get better, in your three movements or get better in whatever sport you're doing. Or if you're a recreational athlete, have fun in the gym. Who cares what other people say? If someone says, how much do you bench? Be like, I don't know. How much do you Jefferson deadlift? You know, or how much do you, uh, how much do you log press or whatever the case may be, whatever you're doing? Like just say, I don't bench press. Like I don't do it. Or uh, what, what it doesn't matter at the end of the day, as long as you're having fun and you're improving, don't let anybody dictate how you should be training or what movements are better than other movements. There's Again, there's nothing wrong with the conventional movements and there's nothing wrong with unconventional movements. I don't believe that people telling you how things should be should equal out to being, equal out to you changing the way you do things. You gotta remember that, again, history shows that those three movements aren't weren't always strength standards other movements were used to test the strength of other people so who's to say that down the line three other movements aren't going to be the movements that are used to test standards again i don't think that may happen but at the end of the day it could like that's it, always evolving so don't be so closed-minded open up your mind and see that whatever you're doing is fine keep doing it as long as you're doing it safely and as long as you're programming yourself properly have fun and keep lifting